Breaking news. What's up, everyone? This is Joe from the Car Gomez podcast. And in this week's episode, you will hear Gomez and I speak about the murder case involving Adnan Syed and Heyman Lee, which became the basis for the podcast serial. About a half hour after we finished recording, the news broke that Adnan's conviction was being vacated and a new case will be brought forward with new DNA evidence. At the time of the recording, we had no idea this was even on the table, so it's not like we're ignoring the news. It just felt like it hit us out of nowhere, and when it came up in our casual conversation that we have every week, it just felt like we hadn't heard anything in a very long time. So if you're wondering why we didn't mention it, well, that's why. Otherwise, enjoy this week's episode. In the great bowels of the internet, there are assembled the world's two most prodigious podcasters created from the cosmic legends of the universe. Joe, a chubby Italian nebbish with a slamming tan. And Gomez, a Puerto Rican, when convenient, who doesn't speak a lick of Spanish. Their mission to combine their love of all things pop culture to present the most important podcast on the planet. When their powers are assembled, they form the mighty Car Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 314 of the Carl Jomez podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is still one half of the FWF Tag Woo! Team Champions, defending that belt October 9th at FWF Live 4 in Ooh. Richfield Park, New Jersey. Tickets available at MajorWFPod.com and mm. the Magistrate of Caravan City on Eternia. And that one I can revel in for the remainder of my life. Because right. I'm Joe from the car, Joe Mez podcast. That's right. Championships are won and lost, but bro, you and he man forever, bro. Forever. Love my it. my life will now live on in perpetuity. Wow. I am the prince of perpetuity. <laughs> Great grandkids. Me. They're going to be on the street and all about it. I, I need it. to start dropping some pollen, if you know what I mean. That way my future generations can know that, hey, this dude got punched in the mouth by He-Man. Bro, I'm telling you, in 30 years, they're going to be looking for some random, obscure character. And you're going to be popping up on some He-Man show. You know it, bro. It's going to happen. I mean, in all honesty. Look at all the, the dumb shit, right? The new He-Man show, the Kevin Smith show, Revelation, the character of Andra was only a character ever seen in a comic book before. See? That's what I'm saying. Never did anything else. And then they just brought her back and were like, oh, well, this character exists. Let's use her. You see? Why can't we at least have an episode where He-Man has to visit Caravan City to hang out with the magistrate? I love it. That's going to be great. I can't wait. I, jeez, I'll go on a tour. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll go, I'll get in costume. I'll tell Mattel 
Like I will sign at all the Toys R Us's that exist. Every single one. I think there's only a, a handful that are popping up again because they keep trying to bring it back. It's like in the the shoe sh- section of like fucking Sears or whatever department stores left <laughs> yeah. remaining. You know, like when you'd, you'd have to go to like the the Kmart section to send back your Amazon stuff or something. The worst. Uh, so I'll go on tour. I'll do meet and greets, signings, appearances, spoken words, stand-up comedy. Stand-up comedy about life on, on Caravan City. About, you know, you know, human trafficking. Maybe <laughs> Caravan City will get a spinoff. Maybe yeah. it's so interesting there. It'll be like Spin City, but for caravans. <laughs> Caravan City, where me and my uh, deputy magistrate, Michael J. Fox, we we come up with the rules and regulations for the town. What's stopping you from going to PowerCon next year? Everything. And sign- oh, and the s- fact that it's in Ohio. No. <laughs> Not as a, a guest, but as you. You go and you're going to sign some stuff. Like, hey, I'm going to be here. I'll sign your comic book. I mean, no, they have like Pixel Dan goes. They had uh, Dan from Toy Galaxy was there this year. I mean, so they get these people who are known within the the collecting industry. I just, I don't know if I have that street cred, apparently. I'm going to make some calls, bro. We're going to make some calls. I mean, for me, I, I would love it, obviously. I mean, I don't know that it would necessarily excite the He-Man fan base. I, I have talked to uh, some people. Uh, recently who had no idea who I am but who have found me on Twitter because I talked about this mini comic and they're like well whoever this Joe Shoes guy is he he definitely is excited about this. He loves this He-Man bro. <laughs> I mean and there have been a, a number of people who are familiar with my exploits on the major pod and whatever else who you know maybe aren't like overly hardcore listeners or whatever but they were like hey is this supposed to be like Joe Shoes from the major pod so I've always I, I I thought that's pretty funny, but yes, it is. It's me. I'm that guy. You're that guy. Don't forget it. He's that guy. That's what it says on the the little tags in my underwears. That guy. And let's what keep kinda, it that way, because what, I can't be changing all those tags. What kind of underwear have you been wearing lately, bro? What are you, what are you doing? I'm a boxer brief guy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, but I like I, you know, I don't like I, when they ride up too much. Right? I like them a little long. You know, sometimes they're a little short. I like them a little. I, I like them a little short because I got good legs. Oh, I'm not got good legs, but then you know, be good enough. I mean, you don't got legs like this, do you? Hey, you go, boy. come on, come on. Plus, I I like the imprint it shows off. <laughs> well, that's something to stay. All right, I get it. Listen, I, I I mean, I'm not one to brag, but toot toot. What a start. <laughs> We're off to the races. Uh, thanks, everyone, for coming in. Episode Pi 314 of the Car Jomez mm. podcast. Remember to hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're listening to this. Remember to share it with your friends. Follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. Maybe leave one of those five-star reviews that you can do on all of the apps. Screenshot it. Tweet it to us at Car Jomez. And you could win an autographed 8 by 10 for me and Gomez as a thank you. I think that's a very nice thing of us to do, and you would certainly enjoy getting it in your mailbox. So do all that. And Gomez, ah, the fun is over, isn't it? What, what, what does that mean, Joe? What, we always want to have fun, so what, why are we stopping fun? I mean, the fun has stopped for me.
we're at that time of year where the universe has decided it hates me. No, baby. This is everybody's favorite time of year. No, Come I wouldn't on. say everybody because I mean everybody is in is an umbrella concept covering everybody. Like literally everybody. And you know who's not part of your everybody, Gomez? Me. I, I don't believe it. I this is this is this is lies, Joe. I we have proof that you love this stuff. I hate spooky snake season. <laughs> No, and yet here we are for like the 116th straight year of the longest running podcast in history. They're running out of movies. They are running out of movies. <laughs> the ocean called. They said they're running out of shrimp. Oh, six weeks of horror, baby! It's it's my favorite time of year, and no matter what Joe says, nine out of ten times Joe's having a good time with us. Come on. So today, we're starting off the six weeks of horror with the movie Barbarian, now in theaters. So if you haven't seen it, hit pause, go see the movie, come back, you know, in a little bit. You have like an hour and a half. I'm sure you could uh, find your local movie theater. It's probably not $5 Tuesday since this episode drops on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, So go see the movie, but we're going to talk about some other stuff too. But I'm... I, I do really hate this time of year. Uh, so, you know, my goal is never to make Joe hate himself and hate this. I don't you hate know, I, I didn't do it to me. Well, you might be like, oh, I let myself get into this situation. Oh, no, I it's me- these jerk off people <laughs> who listen to this show who encourage this shit. They love it. This is for the people. People like Eddie Bowman and the Council of Jeffs. (laughs) They couldn't wait for this. They couldn't wait for this movie in particular. This was the number one movie, not this week. The first week it came out was number one. Came in number two this week. It was the number one movie in the country, baby. What have we come to as a country? (laughs) People love horror movies. Come on. No, they look, do not. We talked about this summer. Once, you know, the end of August came, nothing fucking came out. There was nothing to see. Nothing came out. So when this movie came out, people love a good horror movie. It's a good time. Did you have uh, people in your theater when you saw this? I had seven other people. Ooh, I was very sad we were all alone. I really wanted to be in the theater with someone else. I, I literally was able to count. Um, it was seven other people. Oh, man. When, when I went to the movies, the sound wasn't working for the first 10 minutes of this movie. Thankfully, if you've seen the trailer, that's basically just the setup of this movie. If you've seen the trailer, they don't spoil nothing. They give you basically the first 20 minutes of the movie, giving you the setup. What's that setup, Joe? Oh, we're going to get right into this then. Right? Let's go. What's that setup? We're going to start with the we're six gonna, weeks This of is what people want. Come on. Well, then, Gomez, I believe we have to hit some music. Oh, yes. I've been wait- Let me dust it off. <sighs> Six weeks of horror. <laughs> That's right. 
spooky snake season, also known as six weeks of horror for us regular folk here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I believe I see a little more space dust. How to cook for humans. <laughs> oh, baby. Last year, we started with the, the new movie everyone was talking about, Malignant. So I figured we should do the same here. Sadly, it wasn't on streaming, but this is the big horror movie of the moment now. I don't think anything else is really going to have the people talking until Halloween comes out the uh, in a couple weeks. Baby, baby, Barbarian. Come on. Tell these folks, what's this movie about? All right, the- Barbarian, the story of a tag team who gets with their new manager, Master Fuji, and tries to take out Axe and Smash the Demolition. That's a good one. I do like that one. <laughs> How much did you wish every time you watch this movie? Man, I hope Barbarian comes out of that fucking closet. I just kept waiting the whole time. I was like, well, I hope the Warlord is here too. <laughs> and 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 Gomez, spoiler alert, he's not. At no point does the Warlord join the Barbarian. <laughs> oh, terrible. It. Terrible, terrible, terrible. And what happened in the movie was even worse than not getting the Warlord. (laughs) We get a movie about a young lady named Tess who rents an Airbnb on the outskirts of Detroit because she has an upcoming job interview the next day. But when she arrives at the location, there's someone already in the house. It appears... As if this house has been double booked. That sucks. And now I thought this was a movie that I had already seen on an adult website. Apparently, this is different. Similar premises. I'm sure it starts to say. I'm sure it really starts to say. It might have one or two scenes also, but yeah. Well, so there's a bachelorette party who's in the house. When oh, a single gentleman is oh. like, hey, but I have a reservation. And then hijinks ensue wow, of, a certain, a, lucky of a certain nature. <laughs> uh, in this movie, there are no hijinks of a oh, certain there's nature. Hijinks. There's there's hij- I, I, of a certain nature, Gomez. Oh, there's a certain there's nature. a different kind of hijinks. Um they they decide to like split the house for the the evening and then they'll call the real estate and figure out these things in the morning because by the time Tess gets there it's already late and uh, during this period they're kind of laying the groundwork for this gentleman Keith who was already in the house they're laying the groundwork that he's going to be some kind of creep or some freak or oh, yeah. you know some kind of bad guy bad guy Gomez um. But there are, you know, there's some things going on in this house, too, that eventually lead Tess to finding a secret passageway in the basement. And from there, the movie basically begins anew. It does. The movie stops halfway through and we get a whole nother movie for a while. It's it's great. I loved it. I love that part, baby. So, yeah, that's the basic story. It's just a, a regular Oh man, what's gonna happen? This girl, I don't trust this guy here. This guy's up to something. And uh we talked about it's our boy Bill Cigars Guard. He's there. Uh and they play with our expectations, right? Because we see him, he's kind of creepy, right? 
He's Pennywise. We don't trust that motherfucker. So no, no how, he's and he's, he's from he's, New York. He's doing a good thing, right? Everything he's saying is is good, but we're just like he's just playing her, right? It's not, yeah, he's, not. he's trying to lull her into That's a false it. sense of yes. security. Hundred percent, boy, oh boy. And then the movie twists that on the head here. And that's that's what the movie does. It takes your basic understanding of horror and horror tropes and stuff and kind of goes, oh, yeah, well, we're going left and left, right, to all twists and turns. So eventually, we Tess does investigate this tunnel. She hears some noises. She runs out. She says there's definitely something in there. Something in there. As, as Keith is coming back from whatever he was doing during the day, she had just come back from her job interview, and he implores her, no, I'll go check it out. Of course. But stay here in case the door closes. You know, that way you could let me out and whatever. So she agrees. At some point, she hears him screaming for help. She runs in after him only to find... A barbarian, Gomez. <laughs> Some kind of shit. Some it? kind of naked woman monster with fucked up teeth. Obviously ain't ever been to a dentist above ground. She gets a quick glimpse of this monster who is has Keith in her clutch and is bludgeoning him against the side of the wall. So whereas we thought Keith was going to be the bad guy, he is not the bad guy. He's nope. a dead guy. He's dead. Boom. See ya. We then get a flashback of whatever outskirt town of Detroit this is from like, I don't know, the 60s, the 50s, whatever. And the neighborhood is beginning to turn, Gomez. And it's about a white guy <laughs> who's trying to just, you know, refuses to leave the town. Meanwhile, all his long term neighbors are deciding to, you know, get out of town while they still can. And it turns out, I guess this gentleman has moved underground. That's it. Living in, under the house. And what we find out is that there is a wizened elderly man in the neighborhood who knows about the monster under this house. And he's he's like, hey, there's a monster under here. The guy that lived here before, you know, would breed underground. He'd take the women here and he'd do horrible things and he'd breed. And then he'd breed with those. And then he'd breed with those. And honestly, it becomes like the episode of Rick and Morty where they go to the... Uh, to his what's uh Rick's daughter's name? Beth. They go to Beth's uh fantasy town from when she was a kid that Rick built, and the kid got lost in there, and he just starts humping everything. So now you've got all these mutants lay, laying around. What is it, Frumpy Town or something? I believe it's called. Uh, that's why I believe so. That's Floopy, so Floopy Town. <laughs> so basically, that town exists, but for real, in a tunnel under this house. That's some t- from point A to B, bro. Woo! It's crazy. This I got movie. you there. I got you there. This movie is just what a picture. So go I'm gonna, gonna, for the horror person, as you're watching this movie unfold in front of you, what what are you thinking? You know, you're 20 minutes in, you're 30 minutes in. What's your train of thought going into this? I'm enjoying it because. Anytime I'm thinking of something like, oh, maybe this is, nope, that's not happening. Nope, that's not. They they do a great job of that. Because at first I'm like, right, everyone's thinking. She's like, oh, I'm here for uh, to be in a documentary. I'm trying to get this job in a documentary. And it just so happens that this guy 
is kind of you know a focal yeah. point of this documentary. So I'm like, this oh, so this is what this movie's about. Maybe this is like a project. This is the documentary. This house is the documentary. This is what you know. I'm thinking like all this crazy shit. No, it goes totally no even near that. So I, I don't know what's coming next. And so that's the best kind of horror movie because we've seen so many horror movies, right, Joe? You see lots we've of seen horror tons. movies. We as a collective have seen tons of horror movies. So you know, sometimes you know where things are going. You could still enjoy a movie, but it doesn't surprise you. This movie surprises you lots of times. Because... But not in a good way. <laughs> I listened to an interview with the director, and he said he would write, and he would write himself into a corner, and he'd be like, all right, how the fuck can I get out of this? And come up with some random shit, as we see in the movie, and make it work. And I just, I really enjoyed this movie here. This guy. <sighs> so let's, this let's, was a movie. Let's, let's have an honest discussion now, since Gomez wants to fucking gaslight you. I'm going to tell you how it is, people. This movie is filled with some of the dumbest motherfuckers you have ever experienced in your life. What was so dumb? Tell me. I didn't think they did so much dumb shit. First. First. The character of Tess. The main character. Tell me what she did dumb. Tess is a buffoon. What did she do? First, okay, she she rents this Airbnb. She gets there. It's already taken. They work something out for the night. Now she gets up, gets herself together to go to her job interview the next morning. Now, if she was an intelligent person, she would have collected her belongings and said, you know what? We got through the night. It wasn't that bad. I, I got through it. Let me Let me grab all my shit and get out of here and, you know, get out of this guy's hair at least. Nothing happened, and he was pleasant enough to let me stay the night. She could have grabbed all her shit, and she was obviously within driving distance of wherever she lived that she drove to this place in the first place. She could have done her interview and gotten the fuck out of town. She could have done that. She could have done that. Instead, she didn't. She chose not to. She chose to return to the house. You're omitting that these people, they spend the night together. They're having a great time. They're hitting it off. They're enjoying each other's company. That plays a big part. She left a he left a note. See you later. The plan was for them to together call and get their refund. Well, she together. very easily could have left the key in the box and just been like, you know what? You sure. Know, we're, 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 come on, I understand. Cash in your like chips. You've come far enough. Let's go. So, but she doesn't. She doesn't do that. She returns to the house. Then, when she returns to the house. She has to use the bathroom. She can't find an extra roll of toilet paper. She eventually heads to the basement. All this shit happens. She get she gets locked in the basement. She's able to get freed from the basement, and once again chooses not to leave the house. She goes <laughs> looking for Keith, and honestly, at that point, that's on Keith. He decided to go down there. He wanted to be a hero. She should have been like Keith. Not for nothing. You, my dude, go fuck yourself. I'm out. We got warrants. Peace. You go down in that basement. You figure it out for yourself. And then what happens? She could have left. Could she not have left, Gomez? Did she not have every opportunity to leave? Again, he asked her, please let me just check to see what's going on. Let me see what the hell's down there. He answers her, and then she, he stops answering her. Listen, 
I'm the person who would never be in a horror movie because I don't do anything. But in this movie, she takes precautions. She's not just dumb. She does lots of things to protect herself. Here, she heard this man. Yeah, okay. And all of a sudden, she don't hear him. Come on. You just going to leave? Some yes. people have a conscience, and they don't want someone else to be hurt. Hey, how about this? How about just... this? <laughs> Gomez, how long have you and I known each other? A long time. 20 years. I would leave you in that goddamn basement, let alone someone I just met the night before. Well, that's terrible, because I would not leave you. Yes, you I... would. I wouldn't be there. I see. I, see, I wouldn't even be there. The first I place. I wouldn't respect <laughs> you if you came into that basement to look for me. But there was nothing in the basement. So now, why why are you not answering me? But we know there's something in the basement. It's creepy for a reason. It's, you it's get creepy. locked down there for a reason. I would never. I Gomez, if you told me, and this may sound bad. This may sound bad. This make this may make me look like a bad person. Here we go, guys. If you Strap told in. me that my entire family yep. was in this tunnel, and all of a sudden I stop hearing them and I call out for them and I say, "Family, family," and they say, "Help." Hell, motherfucker, guess who ain't helping? Guess who running the other way? And guess who getting the fuck out of there? And I will leave flowers on your grave. That's right, family. I don't care what Dom Toretto says. I got to save myself. You're not allowed to see the next Fast and Furious. You don't get to see how it ends. You don't care about <laughs> family. You don't get to see how the saga ends. I do That's care it. about family. You shouldn't be going into fucking corridors. If I told you already, hey, it's a little spooky in there. Probably don't want to go. Unbelievable. This is unbelievable. <laughs> this is just... You're supposed to protect your family, Joe. Especially from a monster. Listen, Come in on. this situation... I have done everything I can possibly do. I scoped it out for myself. You ain't do nothing. What you do? Well, you do just like Tess, it, I, I'll be Tess in this reenactment. So we'll call me Jess. Okay, Jess. So here I am. I'm Jess. And I'm Meath. Yeah, you're Meath. <laughs> it sounds like a alien character from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> but so Jess... Goes down to the basement looking for some toilet paper. Completely believable if you've yeah. ever met me. I could be looking for toilet paper. And she even ran the... down there quick. She was trying to get in and go. And get out. Now I get locked in there. The door closes. I can't get out. Okay, now I'm stuck in this basement. Now I don't know who to call. I got no one to call. Okay, now I find this rope that opens up a secret passageway. Maybe I scope it out just a little just to kind of scratch that curiosity itch. I would do that. There's nothing wrong with doing that. But what I know is dark and scary and there may be something in there and then it just keeps fucking going and I see that bed and I see see the bucket and I see the video camera thing and maybe I haven't really heard anything that really puts it over the top, you know, because Keith when he's being told about this, he's like, I ain't getting fucking overworked yeah. over a bed in a bucket. Yeah. But when you see that kind of area existing with that old ass video camera, something's down there. I don't care what anyone says. Something's down there. Now, I've already scoped it out. Now I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I finally get out of the basement. And you know what? 
I've done my part. I said, don't go down there. If you want to peep, if you people are still going to take it upon yourselves to be fucking Indiana Jones and go searching through the fucking lost unknown corridor under the outskirts of Detroit City, then that's on you. I've done my part. I warned you. I gave you the heads up. And you dumb motherfuckers, you decided to keep going. So you know what? Family, you're fucked. And it's on you. You got no one to blame but yourselves. So Kiss got, my grits, Shirley. So I got to ask that. So the Justin Long character, you must have loved this guy then. Because this guy is doing things that you, you're talking about. He's he's making sure he's he's on top here. Yes. But I do think it got to the point where he should have been like, uh, you know what? We've come far enough. Let me call my real estate agent. Justin Long is apparently the owner of the house. The, he has a property manager who manages the Airbnb rentals. Uh, he's an actor who's about to get charged for rape. So he gets fired from his job. He needs to lay low for a while. He goes into this house. He discovers this underground corridor. And then he grabs a measuring tape because now he wants to add this to the square footage because he wants to accrue the value from this hidden, uh, you know, his found area, which is a brilliant maneuver. Great bit. <laughs> but there comes a point where, you know what? You've come too far. Now let's let's go outside and, hi- and, and call the people who actually do this for a living. But he's, he's oblivious. He don't give a fuck. He's clearly the type of person. He don't give a shit. So he don't care that there's I mean, bags in this house. This this basement is open. He don't give a shit. He's so oblivious. But at to some everything. point, like he's not going to update the listing himself. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's not. So he's got to get someone in there, you know, a proper surveyor who's going to, uh, you know, measure the square footage, list it properly. Make sure he's getting a fair amount because they all want to get the fucking extra commission on it. So I'm sure they're going to do a great job. And at the same time, maybe he can finish it like a basement, do a little paint, maybe put some tile down and actually make it a fucking living area where he can turn it into a second place and, and have, you know, an extra an extra income off this new living space. I, I, I don't think he got that chance, right? Because he was still in the process of, Getting that square footage down. He was down. still doing the measuring. He got so caught up in the measuring. Yeah, he was that just he, so excited. And and don't get me wrong, there's a lot to measure. There's a lot of measuring. There's a lot of measuring. That fucking hallway goes for quite a damn while. <laughs> but crazy. I would think that once he saw those fucking cages, those dog cages in there, maybe that's about the time to back the fuck out. Yes, it is. That he but he's stupid on purpose. He because she see that's I the way I see it is she's the overly cautious, take his, takes picture of the ID, she does all these things, right? And he's just like willy-nilly, whatever. So he's dumb on purpose, and he's just being stupid. And yes. he gets, you know, he gets his comeuppance there. <laughs> I suppose he does at the end, yes. So it turns out that Justin Long is running through here. There was Tess and Keith, their stuff was still in the house. When he came in, he didn't give a shit. He just kind of kept on living. And then he ends up in the basement, walking through the secret passage, ends up falling into a pit. And then they they have that sing-along. Him and Because Tess, it turns out, was in that pit. She was kept alive after Keith was killed. 
But then the two of them just look at each other and they just know in their hearts that they were meant for this moment. And they say, the pit. Well, I fell in it, the pit. You fell in it, the pit. We all fell in it, the pit. Oh, it's a classic. <laughs> Gave us one of our biggest action stars of the day. Hysterical. Oh, who who saw that coming? It's the best. Oh, but the, so we I, I guess so my question is who's the barbarian? Is the barbarian the monster or is the barbarian the old man? As we get the flashback about the old man who used to take women into the basement, you know. Definitely we him. do come upon him later. He's the bad guy. Yeah, he's the, the bad guy. The, the lady didn't do nothing. She's just there. You know, she yeah. she don't know. She's trying to protect her babies. It's just such an odd thing. I I there wasn't enough of the backstory for the old man and like what went on for, for him me to go to, underground. Yes. Like it was just right. like, oh, all of a sudden this guy's just underground. Yes, it is. Like well, we, they, the backstory we do get is very brief. It does, like I thought we were going to go back to it at another point and get like the next part of it. So I thought that that one scene we did get was like a setup for another thing, and it would keep building upon what we had seen earlier about the neighborhood getting worse and worse, and him becoming like more antisocial or against whatever incoming uh, social groups were kind of coming into the neighborhood now whatever whatever you want to call it but it was just it wasn't enough for me that like this was the explanation because we see the the women monster before we get any of the backstory so now we know about this monster then we get a piece of the backstory and then there's just the old man who comes in and he's like oh yeah this is just let me drop this convenient knowledge on you because i'm i'm the guy who knows about all this shit so uh here it is yeah, they keep everything vague. Everything is vague. You know, we find all those VHS tapes, right? There's that video camera. We find them. Uh, our character watches it, but we don't see what's on there. We just Correct. know it's something bad. You know, everything is kind of vague. Like they said, the the uh, the homeless kind of guy, he's the one giving the exposition. He's filling in the backstory there. For the most part, yeah, they're, they're not concerned in, in giving you that. <clears throat> I don't mind. I know you like to have all your stuff there. It doesn't matter. He's just a weirdo living under his house, kidnapping girls and uh, impregnating them over and over. Then that begs the question, where's everything else? Where's the bodies? Where's the other ones? If he was impregnating so many, there's only one living thing under this place still? If this old man is still alive? If if he's, you know, if if he was fucking... You know, the copy of the copy of the copy, you know, maybe they don't last so well, you know, maybe 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 they're like the Venture Brothers. <laughs> the clones after a while, you know, <laughs> they, they're not so good. <laughs> oh man. So uh how how did your audience react? Were they uh were they into it? Were they gasping? Were they, <gasps> no, were they going along um, with the movie? I think because it was such a small audience, you tend to be more self-conscious in a smaller group. Sure. Um, there were no audible reactions really throughout the entire movie. Uh, no gasps, no laughs, no, you know, shrieks or anything. There was nothing. I, so 
I mean, for myself, usually I'm very jumpy during these types of movies, especially when things, uh, the suspense gets amped up to a certain level. But even me, I just was like, the first viewing of the woman, I was like, oh, geez, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But then after that, it was just like, okay, but like, why? It's kind of creepy, but there's nothing really. There's no jumpy kind of stuff to get you like that. I mean, there is stuff that I find creepy that th- this yeah, woman that's what I mean. it's very wants creepy. to be like she wants to, she's taking care of her babies and she's got yeah. this video bad, playing bad. on loop yeah, about like how to nurse a child. Yes, that is creepy. That is definitely yeah. creepy. Good. When she's Good offering thing. the mother's milk to fucking Justin Long, the hair, very, very dirty nipple is terrible. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know enough about the situation to be like invested. Okay. That's that that's one of your complaints always. So that's okay. That's your thing. Like I I I, I can't just take this homeless man's word for it. Why not though? He lives there, bro. What but, why not? But the fact of the matter is, if they're going to take the time to show me a flashback of the man however many years ago 50 years ago let's say if they're gonna take the time to show me that show me that like where's the rest of it what if uh how would you feel if justin long finds the tapes but he never there's no man in that room if it's just the tapes he sees some shit gets a gun and that's it if there was no man there i I don't think monster I don't. I don't think that would make a difference on my opinion. I mean, the fact that the man is still alive really had nothing to do with it, okay. except that Justin Long could turn around after viewing one of the tapes and go, "Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" Like, whatever it was that he said to him. But it's just like, okay, you know, there's this woman there. You have an idea, but like, like I want to know what happened. Like, I want to know what caused all this. And I just feel like it was very, just like. You know, okay, we're just going to put a, a wizened old man and he's going to walk in and just fill in the details where we think they're needed. And, like, that for me is just, like, enough. Just fucking stop. He got he got, uh, he got what's coming to him for talking out of turn there, bro. Spreading lies and rumors. Never, never, <laughs> ever say that you will never be found. Because guess what? You fuck around, you find out. I'm going to play some music here and we're going to find out. Are you a man? A double main man? Are you a man? A triple main man? A man, man, man? A quadruple main man? Are you a man? Are you a man? All right, Joe. Our first movie of six weeks of horror, the number one horror movie in the country, Barbarian, Joe. Where are you putting this on your main man stand? Actually, can I have you go first this time around? Sure. I'm very interested to hear what, you know, a, a seasoned horror vet like yourself would say. I had a great time at the movie. This was a fun time. I wish I had people in the movie theater. Like I wish I got to see it on opening weekend to 
to see the reaction because this movie takes twists and turns that I was not expecting. Because how could you expect to end up in in this uh, in this section here? Uh, I give it a three and a half. There are people who are gushing, gushing. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I see a lot of love. There's a lot, a lot of love for the movie. Really? Yes. This is the this is the horror movie. I'm telling you, people love this movie. I enjoyed it a lot. I really liked it. I had a good time. Three and a half. Great start for my six weeks of horror. I'm happy. I do agree with you in the sense that they took it places I wasn't expecting. Obviously, they're laying the groundwork trying to bring you to believe that, oh, this guy Keith is going to yes. turn heel. And they're whatever. doing a lot to make it seem like he's 100%. Yes, they're playing. So, yes, they did take it in directions I was not expecting. At the same time, that doesn't make it good. That just makes it unexpected. Vince Russo won the WCW uh, World Heavyweight title. That doesn't make it good. Oh, but it was. Why'd you pick that? Of all the examples. I know. I picked the (laughs) the worst example. I picked the the, the one unexpected thing that turned out the best for everybody. It just, if you're I get going, what you're saying. I if you're it. going to show me the flashback of this man years ago, before he really entrapped all whatever it is that you say he did in that room with the video camera and trapped those women and just kept breeding and then breeding with what he bred with before, you know, and just keep there. You can't just like throw it out there as like it's almost that. I mean, to me, that's as worthwhile as. Poochie died on the way back to his home planet. And that's what this movie felt like to me. One singular cell inserted into an hour and 45 minutes that just said, old man went to his basement and bred with a lot of trapped women. And for that reason, I give this movie a double main man, two stars. All right. All right. Not the best start, but okay. Uh, Next week, we're, we're going to do a fun one. We're going to have fun. This is going to be a fun one. I can't see you not having fun with this. this I, I hope so, because you got to make up for this shit. One of my favorite things are musicals. So when you could combine a musical with a horror movie. Would you oh, call it I a musical? <laughs> we could. <laughs> so six weeks of musicals. So we're going to do one of the most famous ones here because our double main man, Joe, has never seen Little Shop of Horrors. Can you believe it, folks? It's true. I never have. One of my all-time favorites. I grew up watching this movie all the time with my mom, singing it, dancing, seen it on Broadway with Joey Fatone as Seymour. It's good shit, bro. Holy shit. When you said it like that, I thought you meant like you literally went with Joey Fatone (laughs) to go see it on Broadway. I fucking wish. Why would I? You know, just me and Joey Fatone grabbing some raised pizza, going to a musical. So I love me some Little Shop of Horrors. I believe this is on Tubi, so it's easy for everyone to play along. Maybe you haven't seen it. Maybe you don't like musicals, so you've passed on it. But that's uh, next week for six weeks of horror. I'm excited. I will. I will admit to a level of uh, moderate interest. Yes, moderate excitement. I we watched them. The Greatest Showman. Oh, my God. It was the best day of the podcast. We were I, so happy. I watched High School Musical. And High School yes. Musical 2. 
Angry. and High School Musical three. Do you so watch I the ha- show on Disney? I actually haven't. I hear it's good. I hear it's fine. You know, but I'm I'm not. I had my fill. Like I got my High School Musical. I part it, yeah. one. Part one was great. Part two, not so much. I got the conclusion with part three, which was okay, and I was happy with the way it ended. And I've kind of closed that chapter and moved on about my life. What if they do like a legacy sequel? Um, I, like a high I school mean, reunion. Uh, yeah, high know. school high school reusical. <laughs> you love combining words today, <laughs> and they call me the Colossus of Combinations. So. Oh, did uh, you see uh, anything else this week, Joe? Oh, kind of a, not a busy week. I don't want to say that. I actually, you know, we had been talking uh, a few weeks ago if I'd played any video games lately. And Ooh. I actually, I woke up one morning and I had so much work to do when it came to editing and recording. And I had, I had all this stuff I really planned on doing. And honestly, I just wasn't up to it. And I said, I, all I want to do is have my coffee play a little fucking video games and just veg out and listen to podcasts. And I did that. So I, I took a day where I just like sat on the floor for three hours and played MLB the show. I don't even know what I did or how I did. I just know that I let myself completely veg out. You have, you have no idea how much work I am under right now. So it's just like to be able to take those couple of hours and just like not do anything was the best. The not best. doing stuff is the best. I love not doing stuff. Uh, but I did. Ooh. I was looking. We have been talking about watching the new episodes of Rick and Morty. Once again, yes. I did not. Yeah, but there's a reason. So I went looking for it on HBO Max. Yeah. I figure HBO Max has Rick and Morty. I'll go, it's got to be there. Well, they're not there. No. So I was like, what the fuck? So I go, uh, oh, let me turn on Peacock and put on the NFL football game. So I go to Peacock, and guess what? Football game doesn't come on until whatever fucking o'clock. They only have the night game. So I go, fuck. But on the main page, they have the advertisement for this new movie called Vengeance with BJ Novak. Now, I've seen the trailer. It's been in front of a couple movies that I've seen in the theaters. So I'm familiar with the premise. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't really got a lot going on. It's only like an hour 45. Let's sit down and watch this movie. So I did. I watched it free on Peacock. It's streaming. If you're interested, it is the story of a journalist who gets a phone call that his girlfriend died. But like to him, she's not his girlfriend. She's just some girl he hooked up with that. I guess she had been telling her family she had like this serious boyfriend and you know whatever so they believed him to be a lot closer to her and they kind of guilted him in into going to the funeral in texas and he's from new york so when he goes to the funeral he like all of a sudden gets like kind of pushed into giving a little speech at the at the funeral and and getting to know the family a little bit and they're convinced or they convince him that they believe that she was murdered originally she's listed as an overdose so he believes that there's a story to be told here. And as he starts peeling back the onion of uh, what's going on in the town, there seems to be a bigger story at play. And they decide to turn it into a podcast, like a whodunit podcast. Are they going to be able to get to the bottom of the story of Adeline? So BJ Novak, who you probably know best as Ryan from The Office, the fire guy. <laughs> uh he was like a big like guy on the come up for a while, right? He's like 
kind of like a big when it comes to writing. And he does a lot of writing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe he wrote this movie and uh, vengeance is an interesting title, but I guess it's because they're trying to get vengeance for Adeline. Not, not so much like Batman where it's vengeance, vengeance, vengeance. vengeance. But um, I got to be honest with you, Gomez for a movie. I went in with no expectations for, I thought this was great. It's probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Oh, I love to hear that. That's great. I enjoyed this movie. I thought the characters were great. I thought it was a pretty good story. You say it's kind of basic. All right. So now it's this jerk-off journalist going to do a fucking podcast. Yeah, who doesn't have a podcast? Even two fucking jerk-offs talking about fucking uh, barbarian can have a podcast. But you know what? At least their podcast is legitimate and it exists, yeah. unlike this guy's. But Ashton Kutcher comes in, has a great role. Ashton Kutcher, it's almost like funny to see him pop up now because he becomes like, oh, fuck, that's Ashton Kutcher. Because he's like disappeared from the public consciousness. <laughs> Remember, like for a long time, he was like the it guy for a while. Yeah, he was. It's true. When it he was true. doing punked, he was like the breakout guy from that 70s show for a while. There was a big Ashton Kutcher movement. Dude, where's my car? Which is one of the great comedies of the 2000s. It's and and to see him now, it's almost like holy fuck! Like he's still alive. That's great. Good for him. It's true. He doesn't pop. He pops up for like political stuff. It's never movie stuff, you know. Yeah. So I thought this movie was great. I really did. I recommend it to everybody here, including you, Gomez. I think yeah. you should go watch it. Like I said, it's free streaming on Peacock. Love free. And and I'm going to give it a grade. Let's go with... <sighs> Fuck it. Quadruple main man. Four stars. Ooh, love it, baby. Love it. So that's funny because I was looking for Rick and Morty. And I went on HBO Max. It wasn't there. And I said, so it's got to be on Hulu. No. All the other seasons are there. Nope. Not the they don't get stuff. added to Hulu. I know for a fact they don't get added to Hulu until the complete season is over. That's fucking bullshit. So I said, okay. And I ended up watching a show about people making a podcast. I started Only Murders in the Building. This stars... Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. It's uh, just started their second season. People have been talking about it for a while. So decided to throw it on there. It's about uh, these three random people discover there's a murder in their apartment building. And uh, they love listening to a podcast, a true crime podcast. So they decide, hey, let's solve this case and make a podcast about it. And it's uh, so far so good. About two episodes in, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's a fun show. So what was Serial? That was the name of it. Serial, yes. When Serial came out. And I mean, that's crazy. going back. I mean, we're talking the end of, what, 2014 probably at that point? Around or, it was like November. It was like, I remember listening to Thanksgiving, driving to Pennsylvania. I mean, I guess that's that's the podcast that really... That's like the set the yes. set the groundwork for that whole genre, right? Of like, 100%. let's solve a murder. Yes, of course. That's my. That was the main one. And is, geez, well, we need a follow up. They, they. I mean, are, you think they'll do a ten year anniversary or something coming up? 
I, there's got, but I mean, do they do? There's got to be like ten Adnan fucking podcasts right now. I'll, like, I'll, I'll tell you what. After in the immediate aftermath of Serial, because I was a big Serial listener, and for yeah, those of you it. who, for those of you who aren't in the know, Serial is legit. Like a, it was a story of a murder in Baltimore, to, told in weekly Serial episodes where the story <laughs> would advance each week. And it was about a girl named Heyman Lee who was murdered and her ex-boyfriend Adnan Syed was convicted of the murder. Yet there seems to be a lot of evidence to the contrary that he wasn't necessarily responsible for this. So this podcast goes about trying to recreate the circumstances and tell the story. But at the end of it, I mean, and this was like gripping, like it's great entertainment for a while, right? So like good. there, I mean, you'd have celebrities tweeting about it. Oh, just yeah. like what their theories were. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I remember it was something that got talked about at work, like where yeah. I was. Like people would be like, "Oh, did you listen to a new episode of Serial? What do you oh think? What do you think about this character? The cell tower ping. Oh my the god. The cell tower pings. <laughs> um, I remember. I think it was Zach Braff. I don't know why I remember this, but there was like a whole part of this story that happened in a Best Buy parking lot. Yes, the Best Buy parking lot, bro. And, and they went to and, Best Buy. They went to the location. <laughs> and Zach Braff was like, the day of the fi- the day the final episode was about to drop, Zach Braff tweeted like, "What if it was Best Buy who killed her?" <laughs> <laughs> but it was like it took on a life of its own and Crazy. because of that you had all these podcasts that picked up where the story left off because the story doesn't give you a definitive answer there it is no you, answer yeah. it leaves you hanging and so many people decided were so enthralled by this case like regular people they basically quit their lives and dedicated it to trying to find out the real answer of who killed Heyman Lee crazy and they started their own podcast i remember there was one was um truth and justice was one <laughs> yeah um <laughs> that's so funny. Un- uncovered or i don't think that was the name of it but there was like a another there were so many podcasts that really just popped up and continued to tell more of this same story they were all telling the same story but finding out information doing their own research it was amazing. I, I can't think of anything that will ever come close to that, to repeating that in the same way again. Yeah. Because I guess there, you know, you can only do it that, you know, it can only be possible that first time. The first time. There's always that one time. Yeah. So crazy. But yeah, listening to that, it has that same style. Like the when they're listening to their podcast, mm. they're doing all the serial bits with the way they talk it and everything. And I was just thinking like, oh, wow, serial, man. That, that was a thing. So it crazy. was, and it it pretty much went away almost as quick as it came. I mean, talk about the ultimate flash in the pan. Well, because that, there was no end, right? So as soon as like you get to the last episode, it's like, oh, okay, like all right. And I mean, I don't know if that was intended. I I mean, to there are still people who point in both directions that, yeah, I think he's guilty, but or yeah, I think he's innocent, but. Yeah. You know, and I believe he's still at one point he had been granted a new gross. trial. Yeah. But then like I kind of stopped following it, or at least the news stopped caring the enough to report caring it. About it. Other things happened in the world. But I mean, there was a long period of time where any possible detail about Adnan Saeed was being reported as like front page news. Yeah, it's true. 
Like, oh shit, we'll be texting each other. New Adnan news drop, bro. Yeah, I know your wife was big at your wife. I, I would text yes. with your wife whenever something yes. new would come she out. She loves that shit. But when season two of serial, like that was like very anticipated. Like, okay, yeah. what's serial going to do next? Not as and good. instead of doing something similar, which is what I think everybody wanted, everybody was waiting for the same kind of who done it murder mystery that they could kind of sink their teeth into. Instead, they gave us the story of Bo Bergdahl. Do you remember that? Was some Navy thing? Is that what it was? He so, was uh, an uh, I don't know what branch of the military kind of art, he was like in. Military person, okay, but yeah. he was like a deserter. Like he deserted his post and was yeah. captured. And then I guess the U.S. worked something out for his release. But he became a very controversial uh, piece of business because there was a lot of people who be- just believed he shouldn't have been. Uh, rescued from being a prisoner of war because he was he deserted his post, and I guess he was trying to show the inefficiencies or the problems that he had with the military or his bosses and higher ups, whatever. But he did not generate the same sort of enthusiasm for his story, and I no. think a lot of people kind of quit on serial halfway Real, through the first episode. I, I think two episodes, maybe max. That was it. Yeah. And then it felt like Serial was like, might as well have been an 80s uh, TV special where it was like, hey, remember that? Bro, it might still be a thing. I don't even know if Serial could be no, a podcast. Honestly, it could still be a podcast. But it has no basically clue. become like the uh, baby Jessica in the well story <laughs> for, you know, where like you think back and you're like, hey, remember like when babies kept falling in wells? And like, hey, remember Serial? There was a lot of wells that babies were falling in. Why do we have so many wells? What were but, we doing? You know, in the same way, we talk about quicksand and, yes. and karate quicksand fights. Quicksand and wells. Well, speaking of karate fights, so I finished Cobra Kai. Oh, it's about five. time. I finished it. So before you dive too much into your final thoughts and reactions, would you agree with my synopsis that the MVP, taking Johnny Lawrence out of the equation, sure. the MVP is chosen. Yes, he is. He is. Once you take Johnny Lawrence out, it's definitely he, – he was great this year. Great comic relief, great badass when he needed to be. Mm-hmm. It was good shit. He was great. So Some some moments that tug at the heartstrings? <laughs> yes. Yes. He got drunk. He got sad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love when he buys the couch. <laughs> After beating the shit out of Mike Barnes, he buys a couch. Say, that's do what you got to do. He is. He's a badass, but you know when he needs to be. Yeah. You know, tough when you got to be. So good. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's a world tournament now, huh, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Like, uh, so I guess that would be the next season, right? They'll fly to Japan. We'll get a Japan season mm-hmm. with this big tournament. Could you see that being the last? The last season, if they wanted to wrap things up with no. this, uh... I think, I think you can start trying to fade out some of the older Karate Kid characters, and now just, just the young kind kids of, going. I think that's where you go with this. Like, I really don't know how long Billy Zabka and Ralph Macchio want to keep doing this. All right, I think they're liking the checks, the checks, except especially. Billy, like, hello. <laughs> I, I mean, but you think about it, what were really either of them doing besides the comic convention circuit? Karate Kid, at least he pops up every once in a while doing something. because And, and he's, you do, he's, hey, he's, he's the, the Karate, karate Kid. kid. Yeah, you know, so yeah. But remember, like, uh, How I Met Your Mother did the whole thing with Billy Zabka about being the real well, karate kid. That's funny, yes. 
you know. But for the most part, it's not like they they both. And and forgive me if I'm missing some of their credits that just kept them as working actors. But to do anything within the public sphere, neither one was really hitting on all cylinders at the you know at this point in time, were they? No. So here's my thing, right? Netflix, they usually don't keep these shows around very long, no matter how good they are, mm-hmm. right? So usually get three, four seasons, right? There was two seasons on YouTube or one. There was two, two. right? The first two. Yeah. So now we're getting, you know, where Netflix has paid for three seasons here. Uh, I wonder how much more we're going to get of this. Honestly, I see no reason to stop. I... Obviously, everybody's checks have to keep going up with every season. I think that's natural. But for the most part... No one's really doing anything. They're that's the thing. The Cobra Kai kids. No, the girl's not doing... None of the girls are doing It's not like anything. the girls are doing anything. I mean, the biggest star, like you said last week, was the the kid who plays Miguel. I can never yeah. remember his name. I know he's but got like a, movie did, a weird that name. didn't even come out yet, so he's, he ain't exactly. doing Exactly. So he's going to be in a DC movie. The kid who plays Johnny Lawrence's son, um, he's been in a bunch of shit. You know, like he's been in episodes of Fuller House. He was mm. the president's son on what was that Kiefer Sutherland show? Oh, designated Survivor. Designated Survivor That's show, bro. He was the he was the kid on that. It was like he was like whenever you needed like the that age group teenage kid, he was like the guy, the go to kid in like all of them. So he's, you know, he's had a bunch of credits, but nothing to where he's really been like a, a breakout star. I, I think Cobra Kai, in all honesty, may be his his biggest role, but he does get a lot because he's like a song and dance kid too. Ooh, that's good. But like for the most part, I would say, like this is, you know, no one's becoming or no one has to this point become like a big movie star out of this. No. So I think there's plenty of room to keep this going for at least a little bit longer but the thing is i mean karate kid the original karate kid was only three movies how you really can't keep pulling new villains out of the out of the hats after this you know like that's what i mean that's why i think like they could be winding down like the whole season doesn't have to be in japan it could start in japan you know, and then end back in the valley with some final showdown or something. Because yes, they can't keep pulling. So eventually, they have to. There has to be a resolution. They have to do mm-hmm. something. There has something has to happen. I mean, I think they've given us the fact that this got to five seasons is just absolutely incredible. And it's been five entertaining seasons. And it's been five entertaining seasons. Even if your level of enjoyment has varied. You say, oh, I like this season really a lot, but the other ones didn't hold, whatever. At the very least, the the drama that's been involved, and it's just been entertaining, and it's been fun. For someone like me who just loves the Karate Kid, I mean, I guess I can understand you Ghostbusters fans now. For as much as I shit on Ghostbusters Afterlife, look, you're just happy to have that thing you love. That movie fucking sucked. <sighs> you know what? This is way better than Ghostbusters. Forget I even tried to compare it. Fuck Ghostbusters. Afterlife sucked. Cobra Kai rules. Cobra Kai rules. Ghostbusters drools. Uh, anything else, Joe? Or should we uh, wrap this one up? Here? Well, what'd you, what'd you think about? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I mean, this was meant to be your recap of Cobra yes, Kai. I kind of bogarted it. That's okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, like I asked, because before I asked last week, I was like, well, there's no valley. So, what so I liked the little the twist that, oh, we've got this new big tournament. And it's, you know, we've always been hearing about uh, Cobra Kai's plans. He's always got plans, expansion, exp- beyond the valley, beyond the valley. So, it was cool to finally see what he meant. And uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it as much as other ones. Some of the drama was a little too much. I was like, all right, bro, wrap it up. Uh, so I'm nearing the end of Cobra Kai. I don't think I could do, you know, three more seasons of this. I think, oh. I, I think, you know, we're, we're winding down here. I would like to see, I would like to see them wrap up their story. I, I don't want the show to get canceled before they get to wrap it up. You know. Well, what if I told you that? Okay, season six will be like the final season of Cobra Kai. Yeah, I would love that. But uh, but we'll then give you a spin-off, which kind of be like a season 7, but it now turns into like a a legal proceeding show about the trial of Terry Silver. Hmm, I might be into that. I might be. I might be. You know, we call the cast of Cobra Kai in for like as witnesses. We get their stories. We do an investigation. So it's just gonna be flashbacks of Cobra. <laughs> yes, telling stories that we've seen. <laughs> so you just get more Cobra Kai. I mean, we got five seasons of content to pull from. <laughs> uh, so funny. <laughs> we'll see. They haven't. Uh, I don't believe that. See now, what we can do. So I think it was back in season two where we get the original Cobra Kai do a a. a a reunion for a camping trip. Yes, it was very nice. There's one member missing, and that's Dutch. So who would be Terry Silver's lawyer? Oh, that's but Chad McQueen reprising his role as Dutch, and now he's a lawyer. So now we get the Dutch and Terry Silver show, where that's his defense attorney. I'll give it a watch. You'll definitely get an episode or two out of me. Yeah. How how about a 14 episode season? Oh, settle down, big boy. Settle down. <laughs> Everyone a two hour special. Now you're losing me. You had me. You're giving me too much here. Pull it back. So oh, man. Just imagine the deposition of Terry Silver. And we get to hear him tell his life story in his own words. <laughs> That this, so then we get so we got Johnny Lawrence's side. Now we're gonna get Terry Silver's side. I can't. Oh my god! What if we pick up when Terry Silver, like, we'll say like seven years later, and Terry Silver's freed from prison, and now we get him trying to put his life back together and restart Cobra Kai and restart Cobra Kai with a new group of kids, and the old Miyagi Do kids. Have to come and fight it now. So Johnny's out of the picture. He's out raising a new baby. Daniel's out of the picture. He's out back selling cars. But now it's Robbie and uh, Samantha and Miguel. And they're all trying to stop the new Cobra Kai. I'm in. I'm in. Cobra Kai reborn. I'm in, bro. Let's go. Oh, my God. And and the, the head sensei, like Terry Silver is just the owner from afar because he can't get involved. But he's using Kyler as a puppet to be the uh, sensei at Cobra Kai. 
you 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 better call into Netflix, bro. You, they need to put you on the payroll. What do I say every week? I'm an idea man. Unbelievable. You just giving out the goods, bro. Keep it in your mouth. Lock it up. You know what? With this one, Netflix, if you're listening, you can have it because I want to see it come just to fruition. Just give it to me. Just give it Just to put me. it on TV. You pay for it. Make it happen. Uh, so, yeah, Cobra Kai season five. Good, not great. I enjoyed it. Great, but... better than good. Can <laughs> you have it. Anything else, Joseph? Let's hit the music. It is now time for the Big Finish. All right, Joe. It's Big Finish time. You ready? Always. Here we go. Let me spin that wheel. Top three favorite athlete names. You know, you know which names we're talking about. (laughs) Here we go. I mean, the one I always think about when I think of an athlete name is Rusty Cunts. I was going to go with Chris Cooley, but I mean, you know, (laughs) you could go there too. Um, no, R- Rusty Kuntz was a baseball. I, I, it's probably pronounced Kuntz, but it's K U N T Z. He was a, a baseball player for a long time, so uh, and he's like a, a coach all the time, so you could always catch him in the third base box for some team. So that's the one I always default to. That I mean, it's not a bad one. Uh, you know, who, who we love, let's see. Uh, uh, Coco Crisp. I always love that Coco Crisp was a good one. It's a great name, bro. I wish that was my name. Um, there's a, a pitching coach. I don't know if he was a player, but he used to be a pitching coach for the Phillies, I always think of. His name was Dick Pole. <laughs> uh, that's that's something. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh that that comes up a lot. Um Wow, we have we haven't done this in a while, so I'm trying to this think is, of all it's our, been a while. All our, yeah. all our classic oh, names. The classic is obviously Dick Butkus. Dick Butkus is a great name. I mean, that just really covers it from all angles. Covers <laughs> it from all angles. Oh, Dick Butkus. That is a great name. Ha ha Clinton Dix. What a name. That's a good one. Ha ha Clinton Dix. There was a uh, like an 1800s baseball player I remember seeing in a book. 1800s, coño. His name was Cannonball Titcomb. Oh my God! I just looked this up. Remember Dick Trickle? The Dick race Trickle, ab- absolutely. <laughs> what a name, bro. Um, I'm trying to think a good one. A uh, pitcher for the Mariners, I believe he was on, was Charlie Furbush. What a name, Furbush! Jesus. Oh man. 
So obviously you could see where where my mind goes on a lot of these. I'm sure there's like a lot of funny Russian hockey names, but like that that's not funny. No, we, we like want poo-poo, we poo-poo want American jokes. sexual innuendos here, pal. <laughs> oh man. What an episode, Joe. What an episode. Yeah. Six I mean, weeks of horror. Here we come. Really delivered. Really delivered right out of the gate. I'm uh I'm sad Joe didn't get to enjoy it as much as we all did. But uh, you know, that's the way it works. Sometimes, you know, it don't work out this way. We usually get one bad one, right? So hopefully that's the only one you don't like, and the rest you just love. I mean, you would hope that, but I think we all know better. No, 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 no. Not this time. We got good ones lined up for you. I would certainly hope so, because this one disappointed. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. Follow us on all the social medias at Jomez. Share it with your friends. Leave a five-star review. That would be very much appreciated. Uh, follow all of my shit on YouTube.com slash Joe Shoes. A brand new video. Gomez, I went to the Shake Shack and oh, tried yeah. out the entire menu collaboration with Hot Ones. Oh, shit. So that's up on YouTube now. Follow me on all the social media, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at The Joe Shoes. The Gomez154, Instagram and Twitter. Support by getting a t-shirt over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Joe Shoes. Otherwise, Gomez, let's make like Tom and Cruz. Peace. One, two, one, two, three.